I don't know what Kiva's about. I don't know either, man. We'll do the intro. Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, a Kamen Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Palette Swap Chris. And this week, or this episode, we we finished the main show of Kiva. Yep. Watched through all 48 episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. Waste of my time. Kiva's a show. Now I would like to introduce... Our one-time-only segment, I <laughs> a March Madness-style bracket of dumbest things in Kiva. Alright, hit me. Okay. What's in the bracket? I, 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 didn't actually, I didn't actually write these down, but okay, so we'll say first round is um, Nago. Yeah, Nago becoming blind and Megumi being like, I'll just tell you where, where to punch. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll just be a duo. Versus... A company whose CEO leadership is determined by how good you Nago. are at vampire it's Nago. fights. It's, it's Nago. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay, fair enough. Also, because Maybe his, I didn't blind- see these properly. His, his blindness gets fixed for no reason. Blindness cured by character development versus... No, no, what happened is the blindness... A scene where he clearly stabbed his mom, but then later we find out he didn't stab his mom at all. What happened is that the blindness was clearly associated to the power of Bishop, and so when you killed Bishop, it, it cured the blindness. No. no. Yes. <laughs> but he, like, got a sword yes. across the eyes. A Bishop Fangire sword. Which is why, as we've previously seen, every time a Fangire is destroyed, everything they did is undone. Except no. Yeah, like happen. yeah, yeah. We've totally seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, definitely what happens. I am so I'm so upset that Mio doesn't come back in these episodes at all. What do you mean? She does. She force ghosts it. <laughs> she comes back to nod. So, which like is like weirdly kind of a dick move because like that totally gave their position away to King, right? Like, probably. So, like, it's not even, like, good? Do do we have any other uh, suggestions for for bracket rounds for dumbest thing Kiva, by the way? Kiva in its entirety? I mean, we can't do that. I I fucking can't. I fucking will. So, uh, they didn't ruin Maya for me. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, actually, at the end of the- I would agree, at the end of the show, Maya is the one character who I still like. Yeah. I mean, it's questionable when she's like, yeah, yeah, no, you two punch each other for a bit, and, and like, you'll learn about each other. I, I was a little unclear by if she was like, uh, wait a minute, hold on, I meant, like, metaphorical conflict, don't actually start punching each other. No, is, isn't it, like, a deliberate <laughs> reference to when, like, Atoya and Jiro punched each other a bunch? Yeah, no, it's, it is exactly the same thing. Oh, I forgot about that. And it is also, there's been, like, the trope of determining the true soul of the other through battle that that's 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 a massive trope in like 
I don't know, like, like maybe young boys media. Maybe they also like talked about how, like, you know, like how we shouldn't feed on humans. You know, maybe there's there's some stuff that came out of it. Maya, though, not ruined. They they did it. They did one thing. Yeah, oh, that's true. I, I guess I like Maya. still kind of fine at the end of the show, though he's been through a few points where I'm like, come on, buddy. Oh, I don't even like Wataro at the end. He gets, like, all, like, cocky and shit, and then just, like, glares at Fangire. That is, yeah, it is kind of weird, actually. Okay, uh, just outside the, the show, it is 7 o'clock at night, and the temperature in my house just went up another degree. It is extremely fucking hot, and I am get I'm, I'm just in a bad mood already from the heat, and then <laughs> I had to watch Kiva. <sighs> yeah... Yeah, that'll happen. Is it hot where you are, too? It's super hot. Jesus Christ. It's it just 83 hot degrees in my house. house. America is on fire, and the world is going, hey, let's give you some heat, too. We're, we're <laughs> living in... We're, I do not like living in Do the Right Thing. Uh, I would... Uh, like, let's pick another movie. The Monkey's Paw Curls. You are no longer living in Do the Right Thing, but instead, Spike Lee's Bamboozled. Enjoy! <laughs> okay, but anyway. Okay, Sakiva. So Jesus. Yeah, these these last few episodes, there are parts of them that I actually did like a lot, but um, overall they're incredibly stupid. So, so, like, this is, like, my thing with Kiva. Like, I'll probably think back on Kiva and remember distinctly and only the cool parts... And then the moment I think about it for more than a second, I'll remember how, like, sexist and bad it is. <laughs> yeah, Every time I it's... see the Ixa design from now on, like, if I had no context for Ixa, I would have been like, eh, that's kind of a cool, like, paladin-style thing. But now, like, every time I see him, just to be like, no. No, Kamen Rider no, Ixa is literally the worst thing ever, and I hate it's it. It's Nago. <laughs> oh, boy. It's Nago. Everything stupid Atoya does. The incredible amounts of sexism tied up with that plot line. You mean Everything's all of it? Everything's stupid about Shima. Oh, fuck. Shima's not dead. Yeah, Shima's not dead. How is <laughs> how is she? Oh, wait, no, we saw how Shima isn't dead. Yeah, except they, we they saw him die. They show us how he didn't die. We, we saw him die, though. But we saw him not die. God. Okay, um, this is maybe, this is an old-timey reference, maybe outside, like, the... Oh, I say all tiny, but I just mean, like, not current reference pool here. I don't know if either of you followed the development of the Twilight franchise very much, but there was a funny thing that happened when the last one of those movies came out. In the last Twilight movie, for a lot of the fi- a lot of the climax of the film, they kill, like, the dad of one of the main characters, which did not happen in the novel. And it's like kind of hilarious because it's the only point in the entire series where stakes were really introduced so apparently that was a big deal for fa- for people who like this because there were stakes for five minutes and they could not handle that uh, but I, then it's revealed to just all be a dream sequence so it never actually mattered <laughs> and I, I, I that was how I was talk about how a werewolf fell in love with a baby okay I'm not, we, we don't have time to get into all that <laughs> but uh this just, is not the, a twilight podcast for the record for that the thing about they were actually stakes for five minutes, but then it's okay because nobody actually died. It just extremely reminded me of the last Twilight movie. 
There were stakes for five seconds, but actually those stakes never existed. No, that that didn't matter because nobody, everyone you thought died didn't actually die. It's fine. All right, I'm I'm gonna read these synopsises <laughs> that I wrote about Kiva, that I wrote when I watched these episodes of Kiva. So the first episode we watched, it's episode forty-five, uh, which is called "With You." Final transformation. It's not even the final transformation. Like, he dies the next episode. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's still alive. It's like Unsure. the final new form that's introduced. Well, I mean, Dark Eva's been around already. So, like, I don't know. This I, this entire section, like, these last four episodes. It doesn't matter. The past is bad. Yeah, no, it's a lot happens, but I spent the watching, I spent the time watching these four episodes going, you could you could condense this down into one episode. They they extended the ending for far longer or you, make I'll give it two. I'll be fair and give it two. You could extend you could shorten this down to like half the size. And it really felt like they were just dragging things out to drag things out. Not for any actual good reason. And that's kind of been a problem with Cube the whole time. Which makes no yeah. sense because Kiva doesn't like super say anything. Like, I I don't I I don't know how to explain to someone what like the start, middle, and end of Kiva would be. <laughs> I'd be like, "There's this guy who was a shut-in, and he's also a half vampire common rider guy." There's there's this thing where they tell two stories in the present and past, and then his son comes from the future. I do now understand why when I asked what is Common Rider Kiva about, you were like, it's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> this is, uh... I don't know. Uh, I do like the episode title with you. I think that's a cute episode title, actually. It's nice. That's pretty good. Um, oh, I know what the final transformation is. It's the final time Kiva turns into his weird bat form. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the weird dragon thing. That came back this one time. So that they could save Castle Doran from being From the chandelier monster. I actually kind of like this, because I was like, oh, this is actually... uh, It gives an an explanation for why Castle Doran would be loyal to him in the future. Yeah, but... Rather than whoever the current king is. But why did King do it in the first place, wasn't wasn't he already the king and in control of Castle Boran? Well, he was going to power it up with evilness. I yeah, villains well, like, do that. I he guess used, uh, the the chandelier monster. So early in episode forty-five, there's this extremely weird sequence where Toya spanks Wataru. I I don't like that at all. I just wasn't going to bring it up. It's it's really weird. Don't like that. Don't spake your adult sons. It's just weird. Anyway, okay, so King, like, gets kicked by Utaru, and then King goes into, like, full Fangire form instead of Dark Kiva form, and then Which he beats everybody just, up. Uh, his full Fangire form looks like another Dark Kiva. Yeah, pretty much. Um, So that happens, and then Atoya and Utaru escape, and Atoya's like, bye, I'm going on my date now. And then Kavat the second comes up. That's the Dark Kiva Kavat. He's the second. Wataru's one's the third. The His one son with is the, the fourth. Color palette. 
Uh, we don't know what the first one is. Uh, we're just not going to question it. It's uh, you got you got to allow for that uh, for backstory in there for in that they prequel. Make a, yeah, the Kamen Rider Kiva prequel. Um. So anyway, so Kvet the second comes up and is like, "Hey, Atoya, uh, Miles Maya doesn't want to see you anymore. Um, okay, thanks, bye." And Atoya's like, "What? That's not how this works. I'm gonna follow you." And then he does. Yeah, apparently he can just follow her, and that's not difficult at all. So, I got the feeling that Kavat was doing a, "Hey, she doesn't want to see you." Wink. Oh yeah, I guess that's actually that. That's kind of that's probably yeah. true. Um, he, Kavat, he flew really slow. Kavat too seems like he's basically on Maya's side here. He seems to think that King is a douchebag. Yeah. Um. So Atoya and Wataru also just happen to end up there, and then we get the first instance of, "Hey, remember that scene we showed you? Now we're going to show you the full version of it." Oh, the bit where the king is like, uh, I'm going to kill this baby if you hook up with uh, Otoya. Yeah. So we learn about when King ran to Maya before and was like, do as you like. There was an extra bit that was, by the way, if you do as you like with Otoya, I'm killing Taiga. And, um, I mean, whatever. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. Because he has the blood <laughs> of a traitor? Question mark? I, whatever. Uh, um, he's just a jerk. So Toya's like, well, I'm in love with you, so your child is my child, so I'll just fight King. And Maya's like, but you'll die. And then Kavet the second is like, nah, he can just become Dark Kiva, it'll be fine. And then Maya's and like, but then he'll die. Yeah, that'll also kill you. No, I'll be fine. And then, and then Maya's like, hey, my son from the future, how about you handle this? Yeah, why and you Atoya's can do like, this, why don't you kill him? And Atoya's like, what the fuck? I I handle my own future, thank you very much. Or freedom, or whatever. Uh, yeah, Atoya's like, I'm not letting you finish my character arc for me. I do my own damn character development. I'm like, yeah, huh. okay. Why didn't... Nobody else? There are sure are a lot of characters in the show who should have had, like, a big speech about how they don't want people to do things for them, but uh, they didn't get to do that, so... Here we yeah. are. Here we are. Um, Wataru goes to the cafe in the past because it's it's the same. It doesn't matter. Uh, he does some thinking. Um, in the future, Tiger's Tiger's sad about Mio, and Bishop's like, "Oh, by the way, I actually killed her, and I did yeah, that, it." That was me. Yeah. Yeah, that and, was me. I, I murdered her. But I made Wataru think he did it, so then he's all messed up. So now so you can he- become the bestest king. Yeah, he's like, depressed and she's dead. So uh, you're you're good now, right? I I don't know what Bishop expected <laughs> to happen. I I li- You have seen Taiga be like obsessed with this girl for probably the entire time he's known about her. What the fuck did you think would happen if you came and was like, yeah, no, I killed her? Uh, Bishop is actually a moron. I uh, I'm like I'm pretty sure canonically he is very stupid. Yeah, it feels like it. He feels like the biggest idiot. Um, yeah. So then he gets beat up a bunch by Taiga because uh, he killed Mio. Surprise. Also, that it, it's kind of lame to just like undermine Wataru's story like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I, I didn't, I didn't like super buy into Wataru's whole Dark Knight of the Soul thing because he accidentally vampire killed his girlfriend, but like. If I had, this would have been, like, 
like really lame to totally undermine that plot point. Yeah, but see, but like Wataru never finds out, so Oh yeah, they never even tell him. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. So King King finds Wataru and they fight. And then a Toya shows up and Wataru's like, oh no, I have to take a blast from my father. But then but then Atoya's like, well, I guess I'll be Dark Kiva now. And then he fights for like three seconds. Yeah. <gasps> um, yeah, I was wondering if uh, King's plan is like, well, when they turn into Dark Kiva, he's gonna die, so I guess I could just leave now. Yeah, but um, <gasps> surprise, he's not dead. Because yeah, he he's die. the bestest human in a millennium, or whatever he says. The genius that comes once in a millennia. And then he knocks out Wataru again. So then yeah. Yuri is with him, <sighs> knocked out Wataru. Kavat 2 explicitly gives his motivation of, I don't like what you've done to Maya, so. Yeah. So then Yuri's with and knocked out Wataru, and they just, like, explain, like, the whole what's going on here. Um, Yuri's basically just like, yeah, you're you're wrong, Wataru. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, I, 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 this was one of the scenes I was talking about where it's like, uh, I actually like this one. Yeah, Yuri's like, uh, I'm happier to have loved your dad and now now move on with my life than to try and undo the past. That would not make me a more complete person. Yeah. yeah. Not make the world better in any way. Yeah, so, if only they, like, closed chill. it well when they had that talk at the end where Atoya and Yuri talked for that last time. Mm. Oh, yeah. They almost had a chance there. Yeah, if they had, like, actually given them good scenes together, that would certainly help this, but, uh... They don't. But yeah, the whole just is like, that's silly. If you were never alive, Mio would have never have met you. Wouldn't that suck? Yeah, she seemed like she wasn't having a great time before she met Wataru, so I guess that's a reasonable assertion. Yeah. Um, Atoya finds Maya, and Maya's like, hey, don't uh, do that transforming thing again. And then Atoya's like, but I love risking my life for people that I love. Why won't He's you receive like, my life? They... The last time I was given a common writer power they said would kill me, I totally ignored it and it was fine. So, hey, why worry about it now? Yeah, won't you just accept my love now? Which I'm going to just assume is a sex thing. He's got this whole speech about, I have the resolve to, like, live with you, and you don't want to accept my resolve to live, so you're not resolving to live, so you're a weak lady or something. It's extremely confusing. Yeah, just a bit. A, a lot of like this, this like heavy hitting character stuff. I'm just like, okay, and I kind of just like nod my head and just let it, let it play out because it doesn't, uh, yeah, all right, mean sure. anything really. Like I assume it was supposed to be like this huge like thing where it was supposed to like matter and and cause stuff. But it, I mean, it's it's honestly just bad script writing. Like it's not a bad idea to have him be like you know. I, I am who I am, and that means that I need to set things right myself, so let me do that, please, because you love me. Like, like that's not a bad idea for a scene. Just <laughs> what he says in this scene totally undercuts the drama and is just weird. It's just too yeah, it's, wordy. It's just not good. <laughs> um, like, it's it's just not good. Yeah. So then Wataru shows up to Maya, and Maya's like, you must receive Atoya's life. And Wataru's like, alright. Wataru was apparently looking for his dad in a tiny little copse of trees at a park. It's fine. It, it's uh, it's weird. There's just like a little, there's like ten trees that are right next to a sidewalk that Wataru was 
I don't know. I guess he was looking for his dad in there for a while. It's my dad. Um, Bishop goes to kill a bunch of people to do whatever his end game is. Th- that's in the future, by the way. Yeah. In case you hadn't made that clear. Yeah. And then Dago shows up and they fight. He's, he's sucking out souls. Yeah. Souls, souls, souls. He wants to uh, bring back. The, the tr- he wants to revive the good king. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, you can bring Fingers back if you collect enough souls. So, I mean that that was already a thing we knew could happen. So why oh, yeah, don't they just do that to Mio? Well, I don't know. Well, I, they probably don't want to murder that many people. Yeah, because it seemed well. Because yeah, if you remember, but Taiga doesn't the, give a uh, shit about humans at this point. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe Taiga doesn't know it's possible. I mean, I guess that's fair. But yeah, I guess they did establish this with that one fan guy a while ago. So like, yeah, I guess we never Kiva... did establish how Taiga was left with Shima. No, and we never figured out anything about like how the you know why he was left with Shima or where the Moose Fangire came from or anything like that. <laughs> Not important. I'm gonna give Kiva one point for good seating here with the you can bring Fangires back with. A lot of souls. Gonna they they get one point. Their total is now one. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna take away that point because it's Kiva. Uh, yeah. Atoya goes to the castle to go save the monster trio. Um, King shows up and Atoya runs away, and then Watara runs into Atoya, and they decide there to have a heart to heart. Um, about, you know, Wataru's stuff that's going on. And then, like, Obi-Wan Mio comes up and just, like, tells Wataru he can go on (laughs) with his life. It extremely looks like the, uh, help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope thing. Yeah, very much that. The blue triangle projects an image of Mio that can nod, so... I'm not entirely clear if the blue triangle has, like, a full understanding of the situation is, like, consenting to... Watara's decision, or if just, like, maybe it's just a nodding triangle. It doesn't really matter. Maybe it should've just been, like, Bishop actually killed me. <laughs> that might have been helpful. Uh, we did skip over the scene where uh, uh, Nago confronts uh, Bishop in the future, by the way. Oh, well, I mean... I thought the, I mentioned he... Nago shows up to fight Bishop. Oh, did you? He can, maybe He confronts him and then nothing comes of it. Like, we don't see a fight... Yeah. And I guess Bishop gets away? Question mark. He's uh, he's got a line where he says, "Every cell in my body is burning with the flames of justice." And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I named a City of Heroes character Flame of Justice back in the day. That made me think it was Nago. Is is it your mitochondria? <laughs> is that what's burning? Fuck, I I like Parasite Eve. Those are a, that's Eve. a good two game series. It is. I should fit. I should play through Parasite Eve again. The second one isn't as good as the first, but it's still pretty solid. And they only ever made two of them. Yep. Yep. That's true. Ah. Uh, uh, so so King is uh, beating up a toy in the past yeah. Now. So then the Obi Wan Bo basically gives the position away to to King, and then. Atoya's like, don't worry, Wataru, I'll handle this. You go save your you baby save brother. Baby. Yeah, save the baby. And save the baby. Wataru 
runs off and does that while Atoya dives out a window, gets beat up, and then releases the monster trio, and they just fucking GTFO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good idea. They're, gonna, like, they're just like, nah, we're good. Here. Bye. Um, Atoya does the, the Kiva logo move and then punches King. And it, like, it kind of works, but it doesn't work all the way. Uh, and then turn back into Dark Kiva again, in case you didn't mention Yeah. I, I do like that Atoya just calls Kivat the second, just like, hey, bat thing. <laughs> I mean, he never, but yeah. Kivat never, Kivat the second never gives his name. Yeah, they were never formally introduced. I, I, hey, bat thing's a pretty good name. It is. Um, so King summons the Fangire Chandelier and fuses it with Castle Doran. Hear the cry of my heart to revive Fangire souls, and apparently lots of dead Fangires just turn into a chandelier thingy. Um, they don't say which specific souls? Is it just like all the dead Fangires come back? And I don't know. Ah, it doesn't matter. Um, Kivat, or Kiva turns into his, his bat form and just saves the castle. And then Atoya gets beat up and dies, but not yet. That's that's not till next time. Nope. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. next time, the, the next the, episode. Uh, the fight between the dragon castle and the dragon bat thing is like some extremely some goofy tier CG, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it looks fine. Yeah, it's, it's one of the better, better ones of these scenes, honestly. It's definitely goofy. There's, like, a cool bit where Dragon Kiva, like, uh, slides down onto a surface and he, like, turns into regular Emperor Kiva and is, like, does a slide. It's very cool. It's weird to have such, such a, like, weird CG fest in, like, the very end of the show. <laughs> like, generally they get that out of the way in the beginning. Like, yeah, re- remember Time Machines where they just, like, stop being a thing? They still use time machines throughout the whole of Zio, kind of. But they only had like the one fight with them, and then they right. they were yeah, like, they "All right, fights with them at the end of the show." We're done with our full CG now. Um. Anyway, episode thirty uh, forty six is called "Full Stop." Farewell, Otoya. In case you were wondering if Otoya dies, yeah. So Otoya's gonna die in the next episode. Um. Oh yeah, yep. Kavat didn't have a recap last time. He has one this time. He's just recapping. All good Kavat stuff is done now. Yeah, he doesn't. He hasn't given us a tip at the beginning of the episode in a long time, and he doesn't do anymore. Yeah, so uh, Wataru gets beat up by King, and then Toya comes back and uses Ixa, because Wataru thought his dad was dead, so then he started fighting, but his dad wasn't dead yet, and he's like, don't worry, I still have Ixa. I'll use, like, my 500 megs of RAM to beat up this evil fangire. When Atoya gets beat out of Ixa, I need to set, I need to establish the scene where this fully formed Ixa arm gets blown off and sinks into the water. This this comes back later, so it happens here. Um, yeah, which isn't how Ixa had worked in any scene up until this point. So yeah, <laughs> whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, so but then so like Atoya uses Dark Kiva again. And then I get confused. At, like, Atoya, Maya, and Wataru have, like, this weird, like, telepathic talk with each other while they're fighting. And I think it's, like, setting up, like, Wataru's character development, I guess. Ish. Um, 
And then they just like they do like the double rider kick thing, and then King's like, "Oh no, I'm about to die." The, this uh, it's probably just because we were watching Adventure Time, but the, this episode with uh, when they do the thing that they do in a lot of Kamen Rider shows where they play a telepathic conversation over a fight sequence, it, it reminds me a lot of the bit where um, <laughs> Lumpy Space Princess is like, uh. So, uh, no, they were just regular bears. I could understand them from their body language. Uh, so King, in a last effort before he dies, is like, ah, I will kill you, Ta- Maya, because I love you, but I won't admit it. But then Baby Tiger's like, but shield powers. Yeah, apparently Baby Tiger has a shield that it can use. And then King's like, ah, you see, oh, now that just... a new king has been named, he will kill you all in the future. Just like Baby Cable. Oh yeah. Huh. But like, but like, Taiga doesn't use like all of his cool like tele- telekinetic powers to stop the trans mode virus. <laughs> True. Well, he, it, he doesn't get infected with a techno organic virus. Did I just say the same thing with two different names? Uh, I think they might actually be different things in X Men continuity. I think the I think the transmode virus is more of a warlock thing, and the techno organic yeah, the, virus. Yeah, the transmode is... virus is what the technarchy uses to eat, and the techno organic virus is like what Apocalypse used to, like weed out the leak or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. C- Cable's good at doing shit with his mind, but also has guns. <laughs> Cable is extremely goofy looking. Yeah, Just a bit. Yeah, I mean, but what else is new? Uh, it's one of my my favorite moments in the uh, old '90s X Men cartoon when, like, ten episodes in or whatever, Cable just shows up randomly and he doesn't look like any of the other characters and doesn't talk like any of the other characters and feels totally out of place and looks like an idiot. The Wild Man of Borneo. See you around. Just a bit, yeah. We should probably keep going with Kiva instead of. But, but why? I guess we could talk about Kiva. But because why? we need to finish it so we can get on with our lives. <laughs> Kiva will now always be with you for the rest of your life. I mean, I'm gonna delete it from my. It'll uh, be within your memories, though. Eh, it's the the uh, things they carried, but except for <laughs> except for bad Kamen Rider shows. Uh, I do kind of like the cool, like they do some cool duality shots of Dark Kiva and Emperor Kiva, like side by side, doing the same thing. I mean, that's always fun. They do it in a lot of Kamen Rider shows, but, you know, hey. I mean, they do it again later in this very show. Yeah, they they do do it again when Dark Kiva is uh, Taiga instead of Wataru's dad, so. Um, Wataru and Atoya have, like, a last talk before Wataru is sent back to the future, where it gets, like, a new resolve about how he should live on with his life, which I don't actually remember what, what the reasoning was. I think it was just, like... <sighs> Protect it's, people it's, in their song and just figure it out for yourself. Yeah, like Pretty his much. dad's basically like, uh, the thing that you've never understood of that I wanted you to do was be yourself. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> Pretty yeah, sure right. he could have gotten thanks. that from a fortune cookie, but thanks, Atoya. Thanks, Dad. Um, and then has gone, and then Maya's like, so, Atoya, you're, uh, you're pretty dead now, huh? And Atoya's He's like, like yup. totally not dead, I'm fine. Couldn't show it to my son, though. Um. Oh, fuck. This bit happened. Uh, so Nago tries to get Megumi to sign a recommendation 
so he can be the new Shima, and she's like, uh, no. No, I thought he was trying to get her to be the new Shima. No, no, no. Nago is trying to get Megumi to sign the recommendation for him to be the new Shima. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, I got, I gotcha. Um, uh, which yeah. would actually make sense, uh, but okay. I, I don't know why she doesn't want to do this. Because Nago's an egotistical idiot? Yeah, because, like, Megumi, like, tells him off in, like, 15 minutes and explains this. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like it would be better to get him out of Ixa. Like, he could do less damage. <laughs> no, he, w- he would obviously be in charge and be Ixa. <sighs> that would be stupid. Exactly. I mean, it's Nago. That's why he would do it. I do kind of like the touch of she immediately gets the recommendation letter. It's like, nope, rips it up, and he pulls out another copy because he knew she was going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, man, Nago, if he sucked less, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, So Bishop starts reviving a bunch of Fangire. Uh, He does it with the power of music a lot of times. Yeah, he's uh, standing in a dark chapel and playing the organ. He's going real Phantom of the Opera here. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of Fangire attacking. Um, Shizuka's still a character, strangely enough, and Bataru comes in and saves oh, her. Yeah. Oh yeah, she decides to barrel roll down a flight of stairs for some we reason. We never learned where Shizuka came from. Huh. That's, oh, well. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. No, it it doesn't matter. I just realize. I just re-realized that. Oh yeah. We still don't know who Shizuka was or what she was doing. Yeah, maybe, she was maybe an episode friend. about how they met could have been cute and given some good context to that relationship, but uh, I guess it doesn't matter. So, so this is where, like, the Wataru character bit just, like, turns the dial too far in the other direction. Because now, like, Wataru's just like, I'm a cocky badass now. And I can just stare at my enemies and they get super scared. Yeah. Although I think it's more, it's he has the bearing of a king, ish, whatever. Sure. Uh, yeah, like he he isn't angsty about his dad anymore, so he's super awesome now. They had to repair the Kiva suit, so Wataru just has to punch things as a person for a while. Is that literally what it was? I have no clue, but that seems like a valid reason. Yeah, he doesn't always transform before fighting now. I mean, I guess it's this, a way to show. Oh, look at how cool he is now. This would have been a good time to like maybe address in the text of the show a little bit that whole thing we talked about early on, where when he turns into Kiva, he kind of seems like a different person. Or, like the power, like turns his per- changes his personality slightly or something. But uh, that is never discussed in the entire show. So. Oh yeah, yeah. that's gone forever. Yep. Hmm. Oh yeah, but yeah. So uh, Wataru like can just like stare at Vanguard, and then he runs away. And then while, like, Wataru and Shizuka are talking, like, Wataru sees, like, some some police officers, and he's like, by the way, I gotta go, Shizuka, bye. He's like, wait a minute, those are obviously Fangars, the police don't exist. Yeah. yeah the police aren't a thing. <laughs> I think this is, like, n- no, it's it's not noted only police officer in Kiva, um, but that's fine. I, I remember that they showed up in other episodes, but they were also, like, corrupt, because, like, they did that thing where, like... The yeah, they, dude who always... wanted to, like, take down the uh, organization, like, got super high up in the ranking and then, like, kidnapped oh, everybody. Oh, yeah, I forgot about but, that guy. And then Nago went back in the past to fix it. Oh, God, that was stupid. 
Yeah, that was when he fell in love with Otaru's mom, which also never comes back. I'm okay with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad with that one not being a thing further than a well, one episode. Just one more dangling plotline that doesn't really get addressed. Yep. I I did not understand this scene the first time because I thought the letter that Nago had given her had been for her to be in charge of the Azor organization, so when she calls him a huge asshole, uh, yeah, that makes sense more. Yeah, so yeah, then Nago's still trying to get Megumi to sign the papers, and she's like, no, and Nago's like, why? And Megumi's like, let me tell you, and then she like yells at him for five seconds. But it doesn't matter, because she secretly always respected him in her heart of hearts, and then they get married. Uh, that doesn't happen in this sequence. That's that's two more episodes from now. Yeah, but it still happens. Uh, it, instead, the cops walk by and are like, hey, let's kill these two people. Well, yeah, the, the police officers walk by, and Megumi's like, hey, hey, officer, can you help me? And then it's like, oh no, we're secretly, f- or they're secretly She's- fangires, and they're like, He's- oh no! She says this guy is a masher? I don't know what that means. A monster masher? I I didn't know if either of you knew what a masher was. I have no idea okay. what they're talking about. I don't about. know. I, I feel, yeah, this is a little bit of cultural context I'm missing here. I don't know what the hell she's trying to tell the guy. Um, yeah, so Wataru shows up, saves Megumi, stares at a fangire. Nago turns into Ixa, kills the other. Um, Nago just goes straight to Ixa Rising in every scene now, by the way. He doesn't use regular Ixa anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Kiva doesn't go to regular Kiva anymore. He just goes to Emperor. Right, right. So, Nago's getting beat up by by Bishop. Megumi helps out some. But then Nago has to take a blast to the face to save Megumi from getting killed. Um, so, so now he's blind. But only, like, kind of pseudo-blind. I feel like glasses would fix his blindness pretty easily. Yeah, his vision's super blurry, but, like, he's not gonna go to a doctor or anything. Yeah, yeah. so after that, Megumi uses, like, the Ixa knuckle to, like, shoot the thing to have Bishop run off. Yeah, she does the Ixa Hadouken move. Yeah. Um, Taiga is at Mio's grave, leaving flowers. Tower shows up to do the same. And they're like, oh, we must fight and settle our conflict to make sure we don't have another girl that we both love die uh, in the middle of our conflict. Oh, hold, hold on. Uh, j- when when Megumi picked up the Ixa knuckle in the previous scene, it was definitely the first time in this set of episodes where I was like, oh, hey, time for a callback to when they established that they the uh, Megumi was equally competent in using Ixa as, uh, as uh, Nago is. But um, You fucking wish. <laughs> yeah, I wish. That's not going to happen. They're, they're certainly not going to call back to that. No. So yeah, the uh, Tago and Mutaru like square off to to fight or whatever. Um, then we get like the scene in the past where Giri and Atoya have their last moment. Uh, it's kind of just like bad and doesn't resolve any of the things you'd want resolved. Uh, it's not like terrible, but yeah, it's certainly it has the same problem where whoever wrote Atoya's dialogue, like, I don't know, they uh, they're no, like they well, just we needed can't... to acknowledge that like. They they went different ways, and that's okay, and that the time they had was pretty cool. Right. That's all like, they had to do. I, like, Yuri seems to be moving on, and she's fine. I, 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 I never really brought this up. Maybe I just didn't see it up until this point, but uh, whoever did the scripting for Atoya, uh, they clearly wanted him to be weird and cool. Uh, he has never come off as cool, like, even once. 
Like, he no. has been... Like, the, the whoever did his dialogue, they went way too hard on the weird and wordy angle, and have ne- and his character has never come together as a result. I think Atoyo's cool. Really? Really? Uh, okay. I mean, I mean, hey, like, not I don't like think cool he's the worst in, like, character the cool in the show. Sense, I'm sorry, like, what'd you say, I, Garrett? Not, like, cool in, like, the traditionally cool sense. Like, I just, like, think he's neat. He's pretty solid pretty much through the show. There's, like, no... I don't think there's any, like, really, like, crazy missteps or, like, super out-of-character things that he does. True. I, I think I, he's I think just kind of, like, consistent throughout the show. I think the bits where he was being really possessive of Yuri were probably the worst points of the character. Um, I like him in Build a lot. He's in Build? Oh, not the, not the same character. Yeah. In in the Geo movie where, where Build's in there and they go to the real world. On a bus, someone asks him if he's a Toya from Kiva, and that's cute. <laughs> um, that is fun. Yeah. I don't know. Like, a Toya's, a Toya's pretty alright. Like, I, I thought he was he's, pretty good throughout the show. He's fine. I, I do really think because of the way that he's scripted, just uh, the character never really comes together for me, though. Um, I think a Toya, like, putting a Toya as he's fine is about the nicest you can do for him. That puts him in, like, top three in the show, then. Exactly. Right, yeah. Because I guess that's kind of the same how I feel about Wataru, too, where I'm like, I like a lot of it, but it doesn't so really So what, is together. top three just, like, Maya, Wataru, Atoya? Yeah, basically. And Maya's <sighs> just by virtue of never being ruined. Wataru yeah. and Atoya literally had the whole show be about them. Well... That, I'm just like good. sad that that's the ranking. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, so so there's this talk. Like, I I wish they just like acknowledged their relationship, but they don't really. And like, it just plays off weird. Like, Atoya does like this cute bit where he's like, "Oh, I came to get that omelet recipe from you. What was in it?" And Yuri's like, "Poison, obviously." And Toya's like, "Oh, of course." And she's oh, like, yeah, no, right, cool, thanks. it then, was love. And then, yeah, Yuri's like, no, you dumbass, it was love, obviously. Like, that's, I, I thought. Oh, that and it's cool. raining the whole time. Yeah, it's kind of implied that he's a ghost or something this whole time. No, he, well, I guess, kind of. He just like. Yeah, it's, it's raining when he shows up, and then as soon as he disappears, there's, the sun comes out. No, but then, like, he, he goes to the monsters afterwards, and then he dies with Maya later. Right, but he's also, like, kind of intangible the whole time. Yeah, it's even when he, in the next little bit where he's talking to the monsters, he's you can there's a bit of intangibility on his feet. I, I assume that was just the dark Kiva getting ready to take him. I suppose. But yeah, that <laughs> Maybe happens. it's so, the dark Kiva used his life force, and that's why. I mean, he did have a bunch of life force drained on top of everything else. Yeah. That's true. He has now used two separate common Riders that would kill you, and also been in the stomach of a Life Force digesting dragon castle for a while, so... Maybe he was actually the greatest human in a millennium. <laughs> God, maybe. He survived a lot more than he should have. Um, anyway, so yeah, when, when Atoya leaves the conversation with Yuri, it, there's a rainbow. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Yuri also has overcome her fear of dogs, in case you were wondering. 
and remembered that was a plot point. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So then Atoya goes to visit the monsters next. The monster trio is just hanging out at like the lake, and they're like, "Yep, that castle they're, sure they're is still rampaging." For a rock band album cover. Yeah. So yeah, the castle's just rampaging, and the monsters like, "We, you know, we probably could stop that if we just like live there forever." How? <laughs> I don't know. Just, just you know, by doing it. And a toy, yeah. And they talk about it, it's like, I yeah, we've they... done like some bad shit. And then a toy is like, well, why don't you do some good stuff then, and live in this castle, and also help my son. Well, we may eat him. We're monsters. I'm leaving it to you. Okay. <laughs> we we punched each other. We understand each other so greatly. We had that bath together. Yeah, I guess. Atoya knows that Jiro is more bark than bite at this point. Ha 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 ha. Because he's a wolf. Because he's a wolf guy. Uh, Wataru and Taiga fight some, but then like a bunch of fangai are coming to interrupt it. And Bishop's like, I will choose the new king. You brothers can die together. It's like you guys both suck. Uh, you're just going to die. Yeah. Um, Nago finds out that he's blind. Um, and then Atoya makes Maya an omelet. Uh, he brings up the secret ingredient part. He plays the violin, and then he dies. The yep. end. He is yep. dead and stuff now. Uh, I do. Like, there's like a bit when uh, he's like, uh, you know, you, you've heard my song truly, and she says, "Yes, your song will always echo in my heart," and that's kind of sweet. So I like that. Yep. Kind of uh, implies that uh, the feelings that they they had for each other were like the true form of his music rather than anything he materially left in the world. So yeah, that's cute. Uh, yeah, this stuff should be in a better show. It should. Fucking every female deserves deserves a better show. <laughs> All of Just them. Bit, I mean, the yeah. men deserve the good male characters deserve a better show too. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um. All right. So the next episode is forty-seven. Um, Break the chain. Obey me. Um. Oh my. Kavat just like talks about how Wataru is all cool now, and all that. It's it's recap stuff. It's the last one. There's no more after this. Um. So Kiva and Saga just like kill all the fangire that showed up, right? And go back to fighting each other. Where where Kiva is clearly a badass now. Um. Bishop does his piano playing to bring back the Path King, but he's just not quite there yet. So he orders Neat. like the other revived Fangair to get more souls to bring back the king. Also, his eyes Neat. are white now. I- I'm like, Neat dude, you're, you're siphoning off souls for your to to fight other Fangairs. Like, stop, s- stop spending your resources and just commit to like crossing that threshold to revive the king. Don't worry about it. It's like he's never played an RTS before or anything. Don't worry about it. Nope. Um, Nago, in dealing with his blindness, calls Wataru in, and he's like, Wataru, you had this organization. And Wataru's like, no, I'm good. It's like, and Nago's like, but why? And then Nago's interrupted by a phone call, which is by Megumi, about how there's a ton of fan guy attacking everybody. And Nago goes out. Help. And he tries to Ixa. But he's blind, so he doesn't eat so good. Oh, uh, we we didn't. You didn't mention how uh, when Bishop tries to revive 
the uh the, the old king. He okay. When they had all had the fight with the king in the previous episode, it had been along a beach with one random piece of abstract sculpture on a plinth just nearby randomly. It's like the only detail in the shot. Like, it's a totally generic generic set along the beach otherwise. There's just this one random piece of art there. And then uh, each time that he tries to revive the king, they go back to that piece of art to give you context for where this is. Because it's literally the only detail for that set. Uh, and it's yeah. an extremely goofy detail, too. It doesn't It doesn't look good, and it's not, like, visually distinctive. It's, it's a strange choice. It's just a thing that they decided to do. Um, so, yeah. So, Nag- Nago, Nago sucks now. Uh, Wataro comes in and does his new thing of staring at Fangire. And then, like, Shima in a pair of shades and a sniper rifle comes in. And he uh, what does the li- fucking what? Yeah, so he <laughs> does that, and then is immediately sexist to Megumi. So like, she moves back in full force. Oh yeah, yeah. God, in the next episode, he's gonna walk her down the aisle, and I'm like, what the fucking fuck? She it, has a it's... dad, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, guess the uh, she never had a father. She has a father. No, no, no. But re- but remember. Uh, Shima is the one able to tell her what to do. Yeah, because of the whole. As he's the one that allowed her to go get married, and as her boss, he owns her because she is a lady. The show is so sexist. It's real bad. Two thousand eight was fucking wild year. It's not that long ago. Again, Chris, that was twelve years ago. Yeah. There are so many shows that I could watch from 2008 that, like, have actual women in them and don't make it seem like they are extensions of the men around them. Be nice. Yeah, but then there's shows like Kiva. Yeah, unfortunately we're not watching them. We're watching Kamen Rider Kiva. Yep. Uh, so Shima's alive. He's also human again. Uh-huh. Is he? No, yeah, they, they said so. Apparently so. They explain it. But there's a there's a, a bit when like they they show Nago is blind and uh yeah like all the characters are in the scene fighting Fangires or being beaten up by Fangires and then one of them get one of the Fangires gets shot and I'm like hold on how there aren't any characters who aren't in the scene is it Kengo? No, Kengo's no. gone. No, it is not. No, Kengo. he shows up. What Kengo shows up one more time? Does he show yeah. up at the wedding? Yeah, he's in the wedding. Yeah, he is in the wedding. Uh, but <laughs> I, I seriously assumed that the this was had to be Kengo who was shooting the Fangire because there's not any other characters left. But uh, no, this is the beginning of them being like, no, actually nobody died and there were never any stakes. I hope you like retcons. <laughs> All that stuff that happened that uh, was dramatic in the past couple episodes, that stuff didn't happen. Welcome to Whose Line is Akiva, where the points don't matter and everything's made up. Uh, so yeah, so then go back to the cafe, and Shima's like, put sugar in my coffee. And then, and then Nago fucks it up, because he's blind. Because, because he can't see shit. And everybody's like, oh no, Nago's blind. I'm, I'm sorry, but the way, the, 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 speaking as someone who is legally blind and basically can't see without his glasses, period, you can, you can make out shapes, you wouldn't... (laughs) 
It's Fangire blindness. Nago, they should not be showing Nago's view as, oh, he's just blind and it's really out of focus. If he's blind, you need to show it black. You can't just have it be fo- blurring out of focus because you'd still be able to feel around and go, okay, yeah, no, this is about where yeah. it goes. Uh, also, he could grab the teacup to put the sugar in it like a normal person does when they're putting tea in something. I'm sorry, it's special Fangire blindness, thank you. That also I prevents guess. you from touching things with your hands to see where they are. Yes. Yeah, all right, sure, whatever. Um, so that's the thing. Um, Taiga's vo- voted off his board because he we, lost to Wataru. We did slightly skip over the bit where Master, like, just fucking makes out with Shima when he walks back into the bar. Ma- yeah, no, Master Shima OTP. Like, the actor Master deserves better. The Master, like, doesn't full-on kiss Shima, but the actor looks like he is going to about three times. Just a bit, yeah. He looks like he is about halfway into a kissing motion, and then, like, doesn't. And then the, the, then the director goes, no, no, no homo. too much. Too much. Yeah. So Tiger's voted off the board of directors because he lost to Ataru. <laughs> yes. That's um, the scene. That is the, yep. Apparently um, this company that we only heard about in the last third of the show, and doesn't was never really thoroughly explored their executive positions are determined by vampire fight so in in other ways that megumi deserves a better show um nago just straight off offers megumi iksa and she's like no i'll be your eyes instead i fucking hated this (sighs) this was definitely the bit where i'm like well the ending of x is gonna be stupid as shit and i hate it it's not good um just because instead of being like oh yes obviously you have other things you can contribute if you can't see anymore i will do the ixa fighting thing because it's been established that i can do that this is a reasonable way for us to and like this is reasonable development for both of our characters uh nope fuck that no i'll be your eyes for you what it's just no no, it's dumb. Don't. Stop it. This, it Get really some help. Wataru visits his mom and is like, hey, I want to be stronger. And Maya's like, no, but but no, son. Your kindness is your strength. But yeah. I want to be okay. strong. She's like, you've already no. achieved your final form. No, but but your kindness. And then he just leaves. Wataru's uh, yeah. like kind of like an ass before they explain why he's being an ass. I definitely thought this was a, I don't know, I I thought it was a sweet scene for Maya to be like, no, the thing you don't understand is that, like, you've always been a good inheritor of your father's will, and the reason you've been able to do the things you've done is because you're a kind person who cares about people. Do do you know what this is? This is, like, the stupid scene in Spider-Man 3. Which scene? The The dancing scene? Yeah. This is, because (laughs) Wataru just, like, goes too far. You mean that amazing Man, scene in Spider-Man great... 3? That is a great scene. Whatever, it's, it's like the good scene go... in Spider-Man 3. Whatever. It, it, it's, it's good because he goes to... It is good because he goes too far. Whereas in this, it's bad because... Kiva's just bad. <laughs> the point I'm making is Wataru takes that shift in character where he goes from being like a nice, awkward guy to being like a full-on masculinity kind of jerk dude. Yeah, he's like, uh, confident people are jerks, right? That seems yeah. like what I should do. Yeah. Spider-Man 3. 
Uh, oh yeah, and then Bishop confronts Taiga and tells him that he sucks a bunch, and they orders a bunch of fan guy to show him up. By the way, he, uh, Taiga's arms messed up because he lost to a tire real good. Oh yeah, he, he's like clutching his stomach and arm. He has like times. a he's like a cast thing or a sling. That's what the kids call it. He doesn't have it anymore when he turns into Saga. So yeah, uh, Megumi and Nago show up. And then everybody pretty much gets beat up. So, I, I did have a, a question. Um, does Kamen Rider Saga, uh, Taiga's Fangire form? No, because I believe he just also has a Snake Fangire form. We, do we, we never saw that, did we? That is correct. No. I mean, we saw bits and pieces of it, like, in the flashback where he attacked, um, Shima. And then, like, we saw a little bit of it when he attacked Bishop in the previous episode. But, but, yeah, that was always just ground smoke with CGI snakes. Like, we never actually saw a separate costume for his Fengire form. Yeah. So, I think it exists, he just does not use it. He uses his cool tech toy. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, so everybody gets beat up, because, uh, Megumi being Eeks' eyes is dumb. Yeah, that's stupid. Spoilers. It's very dumb. Um, <laughs> it did remind me a little bit of uh, the bit in the recent Star Wars movie where the entire time uh, Finn is like, Hey, Ray, you're having a sword fight. Watch out for that guy who's sword fighting you. <sighs> Man. Star Wars. <laughs> you know what would have been neat? If Finn, Finn became a Jedi, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Uh, but yeah, yelling at someone who is having a sword fight, that they are having a sword fight, is not a great way to help. So, they all get beat up. Yep, so then when Tyro comes in, fucking OP's over everybody, goes, I'm the king now, and then Bishop kind of just leaves. Bishop keeps bukkaking Saga with his uh, golden powder. He does it several times in these episodes. The fact that that isn't what caused the blindness kind of irks me. Yeah, it is. It does seem like it should have been the blind, the thing that did the blindness. Nope. Um. So that happens. Mitaro's like, "Look at me. I'm the king now." <laughs> this is very good. Uh, yeah, I actually did kind of like the sequence because Mitaro's like, "I'm the strongest. I'm the Fangire king now." And Bishop's like, "No, that's stupid. You can't be the king. You're not good enough." And Taro immediately points out, like, um, King is determined by strength, right? You, you're making a whole point of saying that a whole lot. So, uh... You don't like it. If you can't beat me in a fight, bro. then it kind of seems like, uh, I'm the King now. Yeah. You don't like it, come at me. I'm always kind of, like, this, that's a really common villain trope for villains to be like, Might makes right. Oh no, I'm losing. Well, that definitely means that you're something is wrong here instead of just you're in charge now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Taiga goes to see his mom to ask about Dark Kiva. Um, then Wataru talks to Shima, and we get part of the conversation... Well, we get the conversation where Taiga didn't actually kill him and then performed surgery on him and cured him of his fangireness, and that Taiga's secretly a good boy, um, oh, yeah, sure. and okay. that Wataru should look after him. Uh, um, yeah, those happen in the... Okay. Yeah, yeah, they flash back to those conversations here, so yep. that's a little weird. Uh, Taiga is like, woe is me. You love Wataru more, don't you? I've lost you, everything now. You want Wataru to be king, don't you? 
Wataro is a good boy who will bring a new age between humans and Fangire. No, see, I knew it. I knew you loved him more. No, no, Taiga. I, I love you the same. You are literally not listening, you idiot. It, it's I'm literally telling you this. Uh, you're not listening. No. I'm gonna kill you. And then and then Taiga kills his mom. God. Except he doesn't. That's exactly that's one hundred percent what happens. It's so fucking uh-huh. stupid. Just the, they show him pull his arm back and then thrust his his hand with the saga sword forward. And like I mean his mom reacts like she was just stabbed. Yep. You would be pretty lo- it's logical to assume she was stabbed. And then in the then... next episode they're gonna be like, no, he just gripped her tightly instead of stabbing her. Like, yeah, but then fucking really, guys. Kavat the second comes in and is like, "Oh man, I've never seen such sadness before. You can be Dark Kiva." Yeah, he and yells at the Dark Kiva too. Um, and then Wataru goes to the Dragon Castle. He gets a really bad glam makeover and dresses up like the old king. I kind of love this costume on Wataru. Yeah, he looks really good in it. Um, so he does that. He like he goes, sits down on the f- throne, shoves the sword next to him. He's like, "I'm the king now." Yeah, he like cracks the he cracks the four tiles when he puts the Zanvat sword down. And, and the monsters are like, "Are are are you doing all right? Are you sure?" Look at me. I'm the king now. Yeah, and Charles like, "I'm the fucking king now." Bow, motherfucker. And then, man, remember last time how I said I was like, "Ah, maybe I should curse less." That went out the window. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the monsters try to calm down Wataru. Wataru's like, "Nope, I'm the king." And Drew's like, "Your father wouldn't want this." And Wataru's like, "I don't care." And but and then Drew's like, "All right, wanted. well, I guess I'll bow now." Can't really do much else. And that's that episode. And somehow there's only one more episode left in the show. Yeah, the, the song gets resolved pretty quickly. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, episode forty-eight does have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, but none of it's, like, good. Right. None of it... It has a lot of weight and importance behind it that doesn't actually it, matter. It's missing that crucial quality of good to make it really work. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... Episode 48. Finale. The Inheritors of Kiva. Um, Bishop confronts Mataru... To, to just, like, be menacing. Nothing comes out of this, literally. It's just, like, a scene that happens. He's got extremely cool eye makeup now. He's got yeah. the full crazy eyes going on. Nago's like, I'm bad at my job. Here I'm is Ixa back. I'm definitely on Wataru's side with the whole thing where Bishop's like, you're an imposter king. Wataru's like, I'm literally the strongest king guy here. That's what you said the king is, right? So I'm the king now. Well, what's the deal? Yeah. No. Bishop's just kind of, like, bad. Yeah, he's done. He's done. It's a weird turn for him to be, like, the final villain. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Is he really, though? I mean, I mean kinda. Because, like, since the... From the point Taiga was introduced, the conflict became about, like, purity and, like, you know, whether no, having... No, yes. I, I believe Bishop is the, is the villain... Because when Ta- when he was introduced and Taiga shows up, Bishop is there to push the the status yeah. quo of the Fangire instead yeah. of instead of trying to adapt and change to the future. Yeah, he's been the character saying like Fangire purity is the only way to go the entire time, and that's been the conflict of the last third of the show. So that's why he's the villain, I guess. 
I guess so. Um, so Nago tries to return Ixa to Shima, and Mugumi's like, no, stop fucking acting like a child. Let me just be your eyes better. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> just fucking be Ixa, Mugumi. What are you doing? No, she can't. No, no, she already gave up. I hate all these scenes. I hate them. There's like a Jamie montage with this dumb shit. It's not even a montage. It's like a 10 second training sequence. Same difference. Who cares? It's bad. It's horrible. I hate it. And then Nago's like, fucking why, Megumi? And she's like, because I love you, you idiot. That's not what she, that's not exactly what she says, but that's the gist of it. And I'm just like, if you really loved someone, you would support them, even if, like, they had a change in their ability to do things. Yeah. If yep, you only no. love him because of his well, ability to do superhero fights, you don't actually love him. Well, I don't actually think that Sasuke Inoue understands relationships <laughs> uh, at but, all. But I've watched Fives, Evan. Is there a good relationship in that yes. show? Yes. Then someone else wrote uh, it. Nope. <laughs> I mean, this guy wrote. Someone uh, else wrote. He wrote that. part of Kuga too, didn't he? Like, Kuga's not amazing in that regard, but it certainly has a better understanding of relationships than Jiva does. I will just say it'll be a while before there's something that isn't touched by anyway. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Oh, uh, I love the sequence when Bishop sends this army of Fangires at them, and he does this amazing, like, bring his arms down and, like, uh, go. His, his, Bishop's got some good poses. Yeah, Yeah. because, yeah, because Taiga goes to confront Wataru, and Wataru, and is like, fight me, and Wataru's like, do I have to? And he's like, I have Dark Kiva now, and I killed Mom. Are you sure you want to do this, dude? Um, yeah, fight me. Alright. So they go to fight, Bishop shows up, and there's a bunch of fangire, and everybody gets to fight, even the monster trio, they get to fight some. Oh boy. Riki punches dudes. They all in- introduce themselves. Yeah, they get one last hurrah. Yep. Um. So they de- deal with that, Bi- and then Bishop's like, I will fight you now, but Nago's like, nope, this is my fight, and tackles him. I guess I like Bishop better as a final boss than Taiga, because I've actually never really thought that Taiga looked cool as a villain. He's never really worked for me as a villain. Taiga's so. not even, like, a boss. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, Bishop has always been, like, a better evil guy than, than Taiga was. So. so, yeah. So, Nago tackles Bishop, and then they get to have their final fight, where... <laughs> where... Megumi so, like, yells out sword fight instructions to him. So, like, it, it, it doesn't... It still doesn't work. No. It doesn't like, work well. Like, it is shown to be just as ineffective, and then it kind of works at the end because there was enough distance for Megumi to yell more things. <laughs> yeah. But then, well, even, like, also, that was only, like, like, for the initial, and then Nago just orient orientates himself, and he's like, alright, I'm gonna do everything in this direction now. And then he just happens to win. Like, Bishop is also underestimating Nago a little bit, because... He's like, wait, you're blind. Why are you fighting with your blind? That's just insulting. Fuck you. I'd say he's underestimating him more than just a little bit. Right, but I mean, he is right that, like, he is blind. I would also not really worry about winning a sword fight against a blind guy. 
Yeah, not too It's much. dumb. It doesn't pay off. Like, the whole Nago being blind being introduced in the last fucking three episodes of the show is dumb. It's, it's a yep. terrible way to give him, like, his final character conclusion. It's the worst. It's super lazy. So, what he he wins, and then he passes out for a little bit, and then he wakes up, and he's like, oh, I can see again. And then he embraces Megumi, and they embrace back. Megumi calls yeah, him an can, idiot. He, he can see again for some reason. <laughs> Fucking magic. Fanga or magic? I was just waiting I for guess. someone to tell Bishop, if you had decided to move laterally, you would have won. <sighs> oh man, someone yeah, should have said checkmate. <laughs> no one says checkmate. Oh, That's that would have been actually good. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so he, when he does his, the Ixa super finishing move on Bishop, Bishop, uh, his soul turns into the king. Uh, yeah, I guess his he has soul, enough soul power to become the king now. His soul was enough to bring the old king back. Um, Teg and Wataru go to have their fight, and they're untransformed now, and then Wataru just uses the power of hugging. Uh, which I do kind of like that. And then Shima Solid comes hugs. in to explain the whole what's happening. <laughs> Man. I, I can't wait to hear more of Shima talking. That's always great. So so then we get to see the full conversation he had with Hataru before. And Hataru's like, I'm going to be king to protect Taiga. And everybody thinks this is a fine idea. Yeah, alright, sure. Seems like a fairly logical choice for me. I don't know. I don't... The, being the king seems, you know, I, I don't know, having Hataru do it's better than having anyone else do it. So like so that's why Wataru yeah. was was being a a jerk guy. He was he was acting strong so he could be king so he could actually be the the bestest cinnamon roll boy and protect his brother. I do think it's really sweet when he hugs him and is like I I understand your loneliness because I've been there. Like that's sweet. Yeah, it's it's fine. It just it's happens like the to one be thing wrapped around that, Kiva. Right. Like we we actually have seen Kiva. We've seen Wataru go through the points in his life where Taiga, the Taiga is now, and have like, I come out of them at a better point? Yes, we we actually have. Like he has been as alone and felt as lost as Taiga does, and gotten through it. So. No, like have I made my have I made my point where like where Wataru goes through the same development like fourteen times, just like how Gates does. No, he does. Yeah, I mean he does. Yeah, that's true. Cause we we go through Wataru's conflict multiple times throughout the show. And it's the same conflict each time. Basically, yeah. Yeah, he's always tempted to withdraw back into himself, and then everyone's like, no, Taru, be, be uh, extroverted and stuff. Um, and it works for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do, I think his relationship with Taiga, like, for, certainly pays off well with the end here. It's one of the I, only things in the show that does work. I, again, I think it's, I, I know I brought this one up yet last time, but like, Kiva, like, Kiva can have good resolutions for things, but, like, the build-up to it is never good. Yeah, it's, the, the resolutions may be good, but they're undeserved. Like, maybe, I, I can, I can see the argument where Taiga, where the Taiga one is maybe the one the show has built up the best, but yeah. even then, I don't think it's built up well. That's true, yeah. So, they do that, and then King, and then Old King shows up. And then they fight. Yeah, they together. turn into Dark Kiva and Emperor Kiva, and, and then they then get beat up a bunch. They're they're near that weird piece of modern art that's on that one plinth in the middle of a field again. Yeah, before we get back <laughs> to the art and and the Ixa arm, uh, 
Kiva never uses the Zombot Sword against the king, who is the original owner of the Zombot Sword. Missed opportunity. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that would have been cool. I don't know why they didn't do anything with that. Yeah, that would have been neat. They should have done that. Um, anyway, um, uh, Wataru gets thrown off a cliff. I, I really like the old king mask. It's just like a demon vampire face. It's, it's super cool looking. Yeah, like, uh, the another Dark Kiva design, also known as King, is pretty good. Right. Is it? Yeah. Uh, the bit when he knocks Wataru off this, uh, like, down... He knocks him off one cliff, he falls into a hill, he rolls down that hill, then falls off another cliff. <laughs> like, and he loses, like, like, all of his King clothes. It's like the whole... It's like the Springfield board sequence or something. He falls for a good 30 seconds or something. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then, like, he starts falling to his death, but he's saved by the fucking Ixa hand in the past. Yeah. Oh, that broke off in the past, and there it is. It's his father reaching out to him from the past. And a toy is like, I'm inside you now, Wataru. That's a fucking creepy line. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, that's a weird line. Uh, I do think, honestly, like, seeing the, like something that his father left for him, even in the future here, like, that's actually good. That that would be good if it was in another show. It's a yeah, good idea. It's not bad. I mean, uh, like it could have been like anything else. <laughs> like, like why why didn't they just have it be like, oh, it's the previous Ixa thing, and then like, Wicharil's like knocked over to it, and then like he rolls over to it, and then he does like the Hadoken thing to stop being from killed or something, and then they have the same <sighs> that moment. Been neat. That. Yes, true. Like, if it was a symbol of power, that would have worked. But uh, I, I do think it's kind of nice to just have it be a, hand, a reaching hand. A hand that's reaching out to save you from falling. Like, that's uh, like that's just a good motif to use, you know? It's hard to get better than that for I, someone being supported I just think, like, the setup for it is really poor. <laughs> oh, it is. It's not great, if we're if we're going for usages of imagery in Kiva, this might be the best one. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd have to. Might say Might be so. the best use of poetic imagery in the whole show. Oof. Okay, so yeah, so that happened, and then the and then the toys like attack uh, King for a bit. That's kind of cute. Um, and then when Tyra comes back, and he's like, "All right, are you ready to fight him for real now, brother?" And and they're like, yeah. And then they transform. And then they double Kiva logo King. Oh, we Ooh. didn't mention that uh King in his uh another another dark Kiva form, he throws ninja stars. That's been like his thing. He's just But they're like attached to his hand, people. so like they come out of like his wrist, they fire out and then go back to his wrist. Yeah, he looks like a he's like a Naruto vampire. <laughs> it's just It's very silly. It's very funny for a big final boss power to throw ninja stars at people. But but Double Kiva logo. The double Kiva logo thing is actually pretty cool. And then they like they it like is. fight in sync, and then they yeah, do like they... the same stuff, and then they combine their finishers, and Kiva still doesn't use the sword. Yeah, they straight up rip off that one episode of Evangelion where they dance like you want to win, and they do all the same stuff at the same time. I, I feel like that's not. I feel like that didn't originate in Eva. Well, I'm sure it didn't, but it's just like a super common reference point for stuff. Um, so they do that and they kill Kang. And then and then Taiga's like, Woe is me. I've sinned, Wataru, I cannot live 
And Watara's like, don't worry, we'll bear it together. And Maya's like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> and I'm like, what the you fuck? Know. Maya's alive? What's going on? <laughs> and then we get to see how Taiga <laughs> didn't kill her. And then they're like, oh, no, that didn't happen. And she d- he didn't actually stab her, and she just fell over and collapsed because she got a bit tired. <laughs> she was I just mean, a little sleepy. I, too, would also be tired of this whole thing. I can only yeah. put up with so much of Taiga's bullshit before I, too, also yeah. must take a nap. So then Maya's like, alright, you two should just, like, fight so your souls can understand each other and become one. Um, I thought this was a metaphor, but then they just start punching each other. Yeah. It took me a minute, and I'm like, oh, Atoya and Jiro did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that happens, and then we're at... So then we flash to indiscriminate amount of time in the future. Yeah, we're gonna skip forward to the denouement. Where everybody's, like, getting ready for a wedding. We don't know whose wedding it is yet, but if you've uh, listened I, to the show, you know yeah. whose it is. It took me a few minutes, even though I actually know that they were going to get married at the end. I didn't know that their wedding was going to be in the show. So I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Who would be getting married at this point? Oh, wait, there's literally only two characters who it could be. Yep. Yeah, so... So everybody's rushing to this wedding, and then it, it shows Megumi. By the way, it's also snowing. Um, just in case you, you we need it to be more extra. <laughs> um and then like Megumi like hallucinates her mother for oh, a minute. Yeah. Another one of the like this is an actually very sweet and good scene where she's like, I wish my mom could have seen me get <laughs> it's... married in my wedding dress, and then she like has this the scenes where she imagines her mom and sharing a happy moment together. I'm like, and then at the end, it shows her talking to the empty chair. Yeah, I'm like, that's like it, it plays off like nice. a weird hallucin- hallucination thing instead of like being this cute, sweet scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it, uh, the the empty chair is just like, you know, the loss is still there, even if she is. Also, like, know, how did Yuri die? Uh, I don't know. I was kind of curious about that myself. She would have died pretty young. If uh, she's been dead for a few years at this point, because like, because like, a king was dead, like that. Yeah, and she was acting like, oh no, huh. my mom had been killed by Fangire. She, she caught... That's why I'm fighting Fangire. Except she wasn't. Yeah, she had mom killing cancer with complications from tragic backstory disease. Yeah, that works. Yeah, it's fine. Um, then there's a wedding, and everyone's there, including the toys and the monsters. Yeah, apparently everyone is just okay knowing that Kavad exists now, so yeah. Yeah. he is wearing an adorable top hat, so that's great. I, I love his little top hat. The there's, a, there's a cutaway to Taiga becoming the new president, which, is it really new if you were president before? Oh, yeah, there's a sequence where he's like, okay, we're not going to eat people anymore. Let's invent something else to do to be Fangires. Yep, like, that, that resolves Fangires. They could just they could just decide to do that the whole time? That seems to kind of yeah, undercut no, the drama of the show. It's literally just they were racist assholes, and Taiga came to them and said, stop. And they decided, okay, I well, guess I, we better I, stop I being racist. I'm mad at Shima giving away... Megumi at her oh, that's wedding, awful. as was previously established. That's the worst. Shima's bad. Shima's a bad character and a bad person, and I hate him. 
Um, and then and they like get married and like they I guess they try to make it cute where like Nago's like super nervous and stuff, all that. All the other characters run into the aisle and they're like, Oh, we're gonna take photos as they kiss and Nago Man, this is, is nervous is... leaning for the kiss and then Megumi kisses him. And then I assume fucking... that's the first time Megumi and Nago have kissed. I this like that's canon in my mind. Probably true, probably true. But then Holy shit, did you think Kiva was done throwing shit at you? <laughs> I did. I thought Kiva was done at this point, but no. Boy, you but thought wrong. No. So, the door busts open. It's like, oh my god, dad, dad, oh my god, help! And it's a Toya. Well, not actually, uh, it's a Toya's actor. For a second, I thought this was a Toya... Like, fu- I thought this was a Toya being revealed as still alive somehow and fucking with Wataru. I thought that, w- that was Man, what was that happening been, for a second. That would have been so much better. I think I legitimately would have been like, alright, good good job, Kiva. <laughs> I, well, I mean, that would have been like, okay, literally no one died. Except for Yuri, I guess. And and Mio. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah the only true. people that died were women. <laughs> but no, okay, it's, it's not a Toya. It is, in fact, Wataru's son... From 21 years in the future, coming back to the past, because the neo Fangire have shown up outside in a giant neon multicolored flying saucer, and- The the aliens that gave uh, them Saga are like, hey, you fucked up, it's time to pay up. (laughs) And (laughs) all of the the Kamen Rider characters run outside and turn into their forms, because apparently they need- uh, the the son's name is Maso, by the way, and they all need to fight the Neo Fangire. Well, and, and then Taiga <laughs> yeah. comes up too, and like he's like uncle. And I was just like, I do like Taiga's? I do like Taiga's facial reaction to being called uncle. Of, I'm sorry, what? He he has a Kavat the fourth who is orange. Yeah. Oh yeah, and for one final bit of we don't know how to treat women character, everybody holds Megumi back. Yeah, no, you can't fight. It's your wedding day. Can't mess up your dress. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What well, a I kind of love the fucking balls <laughs> to be like, and the adventure continues in Common Rider Kiva. Just, just the fucking audacity to be like, no, this is a big universe with bigger things going on, and the cycle of family don't, and generations and time continues on. Neo, like, don't you Fangire. see? It? This is not. This show did not earn that in any way. Neo Fangire. I love the audacity to just 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 play through it. Just, just like you're 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 thirty points down you're thirty runs down in a baseball game, but just just play through it. Just don't just don't give up. You just just play through it. Uh and like the audacity of that is amazing. It's something alright. Um that it does have one more thing that I hate. That uh, it does manage to put in one more thing that I think is actually the worst. So everyone is in their their final forms in this last sequence. They've all turned into their their big forms. That's cool and all. Uh, all have their final transformations, uh, implying that the women's final transformations is being in a wedding dress. Yep, yep. that's your the final form of woman is being married. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you uh if you go if you're older than 25 you're christmas cake because don't you know christmas cake goes bad after christmas so that's the worst and i hate it all right but, uh... so then after all of this we get to the best part <laughs> the preview for decade 
And it's like, oh, hey, man, we should watch that show. Seems like a good show to watch. That's all I got. I'm just like, oh, the preview for Decade. That's fun. I like this. Oh, and they're like, oh, hey, it's uh, it's Bucket Hat Guy. I remember we were trying to figure out who the hell that was. Yeah. Like, Decade was there. That was neat. Wataru was there for, like, a second. That was fine. And that is Kamen Rider Kiva. That's the end of Kamen Rider Kiva. This show's a mess. <gasps> Holy shit, it's a mess. So... And overall, I don't think it's very good. But I still think when when I'll think about it in the future, I'll be like, that was neat. And then I'll think a little bit more and be like, wait. <sighs> that, that's my opinion on Kiva. Like surface level, I'm like that's neat, and then and then deep down, you're like, oh no, oh no, yeah. <sighs> Kiva has really beaten me down over the course of watching the show, guys. <laughs> Maya's good. I like Maya. I feel like I've I've tried so hard to like get. I tried so hard to give it the benefit of the doubt at first, and it has just it has just smacked me away at every opportunity. <laughs> Every every step of Kiva was like, you thought we were done. Now we can go even dumber. Yeah. We can go even further beyond. It's it's and definitely now it's, oh, what it's like favorite writer show. To go even further beyond sucking. Um I don't know. I mean I, I joke about that, but I mean the the end of the show isn't the worst. Like it, it there were a lot worse episodes than these last four. Yeah, it's Kiva spent. Kiva has the bad, ha- bad, not bad, but the unfortunate happenstance of a large portion of it is fine. It it is. It's mildly interesting. It's got good designs. It's it's fine. Yeah. God, when they introduced the setting, the underlying s- when they introduced the setting, it seems so compelling and interesting. <laughs> yeah, and but then there's all the unli- underlying sexism and how characters don't actually go through any character development and just have things happen, and it's just the the bad parts are so bad to me that it doesn't make up for any of the rest of it. The, like the good parts aren't good enough to make up for yeah. the bad. Kiva's just like it's so interesting to me because like I don't like it, but it's still like a functioning show, I guess. I mean, it reminds me of like oh, I, I saw it in a res- review once. Like uh, one of the the thing, one of the things that's tragic about the good parts of Kiva is that what's good in there can't help the parts that ultimately fail it. Yeah, like the the parts in there that succeed, just they can't they can't make any any real headway in pulling it out of the tailspin that it's in from so early on. Yeah, Kiva has a lot of problems. It's weirdly, like, super sexist. Yeah, bizarrely. Like, even for children, even for, like, children's costume television. Like, which I, okay, I I, I usually don't want to allow for stuff to be sexist, regardless of genre or setting or when it came from or anything. Like, I'm still, it still bugged me, but, like, I will give stuff, I'll, I'll give tokusatsu stuff a little leeway, because it's for children. Kinda aimed at boys, like, but as long as they're not super shitty, I'll try and cut him a little slack, but, like, Kiva really commits to being as shitty as possible. Yeah. 
I, I, for me, like he was like in this weird spot where like I definitely wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but like I also wouldn't throw its existence in the trash. Uh, I think maybe the best way to enjoy Kiva might be to buy like those uh, uh, really high quality fig arts of the characters because they yeah. all the designs are great. They look really good. I think the Kavat belt is still really cool. Yeah. And it there reminds are... you that bats hang upside down. Remember when bats hung upside down? Yeah. K- Kiva has interesting parts, but it's just like a mess. Like, I, I don't know what Kiva is trying to say. Like, yeah, generally, like, really. like, each writer show, like, you can, like, there's some, like, good versus evil like thing you can pull from it i don't know what i'm pulling from kiva right uh like i yeah like each show's had a a fairly succinct theme um i I mean kiva's kind of up front with its thing like the theme is basically baked into the format of jumping between the past and the present and constantly showing how these things mirror each other like, it, it's about how... Right, there's, Wataru's, like, a duality thing and, like, cycles. Yeah, like, Wataru's quest to, like, honor his father's legacy is kind of... It is, is presented as, like, an uh, an important part of his journey, but also, like, it's a faulty question because he's always doing that. Like, he can't help but do that all the time. Right. And he just needs to understand that in order to grow as a person. Like I, I don't know if it was like the idea of like of like not being a shut in and like letting others help you. Like was was that supposed to be it? Where like it pulled Wataru out of his funk? Well, was it supposed to be about not, how to keep moving on and not living in the past? It, it's not about specific personality types because they do the the bridge the time bridging thing between Atoya and Wataru and also Yuri and Megumi, right and. Kind of between like his the relationship between Kiva and Jiro, uh, between Iksa and Jiro, and uh, Iksa and Kiva in the future are like there's a lot of parallels, and it's just, it's about a, like a story. It, it it does the generic thing where it's like ah uh, stories don't end, people just you know grow and change, and like you know it's an endless cycle and all that. It's but it doesn't have anything to say about that. That's yeah. just kind of. That, that's a theme that someone wrote down when they were writing the story bible and are like this is a good idea for a writer show let's have this be like our our in our writing room we're gonna kick that around as the theme that's a good idea uh and they never developed it like they never came up with why yeah. is the show about that like what do we have to Not say really. about that that's different than literally every other time you've seen that story told also fangire make no sense uh, Fangires are also uh, actually extremely lame and stupid, which I, I thought they were amazing when they were introduced. <laughs> now I kind of hate them. Just a bit. They're just not... It's not great. They're very disappointing. They're, they're extremely lame villains. Barring, like, a couple. Like, that, uh, the, the one... I, I really liked the guy with the butlers. That guy was kind of awesome. Yeah. And uh, that one weird stalker friend guy was kind of fun for an episode or two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, overall friend guys, they suck actually. Not nearly as cool as the Grungy. Yup. 
And their design work mm. is good, but not as compelling as the another writers, really. Because those guys, uh, their design is based in the theme of the show and the conflicts that the characters have to deal with. Whereas, Fangars just look cool for no real reason. Because they needed cool monsters and, you know, they're, they're stained glass like the windows on a church. Right. Is, yeah, and... Because vampires. Because vampires are... Prop department, suit people, every all of the technical people put in so much work that the scripting does not support. The, the scripting failed to support all of the other people who contributed to the show. Yeah. Yep. And that is a tragedy. Keith is at the bottom of, of my writer show list. I was actually wondering, like... There's that old uh, saying uh, about, like, in, in Shakespearean plays, like, a comedy ends with a wedding and a tragedy ends with a death. And I'm like, wait a minute. Has every other writer show we've watched ended with a death and this is the only one that ends with a wedding? Who died so. at the end of Kuga? Um, uh, the, the villain, uh, kind of. Oh. <laughs> and also, Godai had a metaphorical death until we had the scene of him oh, going yeah. walking on sunshine down the oh, beach. Yeah, I guess that's yeah true. that's true. It, they did make it seem like he died again, so yeah. Um, so, according to the format, comedy writer shows should not be comedies. They need to be tragedies. Yeah. Otherwise, they're bad. Yeah, so this was uh, Kiva. Uh, I don't recommend it. Cannot say. like Watch the first couple episodes and then don't watch anymore. If you want to watch an example of how not to write female characters and how not to do character arcs, yeah, watch Kiva. Otherwise, nah. It it is a good bad example. I guess that might actually be true. Yeah, like if you're if you're in like a script writing class and you want like an example of something like that's easy to mark up with better work. Like if you printed out a script for common writer Kiva and just replace, like, you could rewrite all the dialogue and probably have something pretty good without too much trouble or work. Yeah. Like, Kiva has, like, thoughts and ideas. Yeah, I'm sure what I, they want them to be. Like, the overall structure's there. It certainly does. The one thing I can say about Kiva is that watching it was never a chore. There is always something <laughs> interesting. It's just That's, interesting yeah. didn't mean good. I, I never, like, hated watching it. Like, I never didn't want to watch another episode. <laughs> I... It's just most of them were bad. Before, most of the time, before I would start watching it, I was of the opinion of, I don't... I don't want to watch this this week. This is, this is bad. But then, it's by the time I actually get in there and start getting into it and watch the episode, it's you get fine. in, and then and the opening is just like dun 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 dun. And you're like, all right, man, all right, fine. I, I man, every time one. the opening is on, I'm like, oh yeah, bah, bah, dun, dun, dun. Bah, bah, dun, dun. and then when it's over, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do some fake grand order grinding. <laughs> <laughs> I good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm time. out of deep, profound things to say about Kiva. Uh, man, I'm not yeah, sure. I. I it just really, it lets itself down, and it lets the viewer down in so many fundamental ways that, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 
I'm I'm not even mad anymore. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I'm pretty much done talking about Kiva too. I mean, I guess I'm, we might do those movies. So. I am Kiva out. I mean, you guys can watch Kiva out for this if you week. want. It so is, enjoy yeah. us next time where we watch more Kiva, but in decade. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man, I can't wait to see the Wataru XP go through that weird freaking body horror thing. <laughs> so, so I have, I've double checked with with editor Fletch. Decade Kiva is extremely less less sexy, sexist. That's it would good. Be hard to not be. True. Um, I so I remember bits. I remember like two main things from the Decade Kiva arc. And that's who the Wataru is and what the Wataru turns into for the for the final form ride. He's a little baby. He's a little kid boy. Yeah, oh, he's like you're, a you're right. or something. This is gonna be weird. Well, I uh yeah. We should probably <sighs> just sign off here. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, I think let's... I've done with Kiva for the week at least. Next time, Kiva, but in decade and an alternate universe. We'll probably watch. We should watch an Amazon's episode. I, I I need something completely different before we dive into any more Kiva related stuff. That is why I have been very happy to have been watching Bill. But then Grease shows up, I'm and you're like, "Oh the- no, Atoya!" Uh, no, Gre- Yeah, no, Grease. Ju- I'm just now to the point where Grease is showing up, and I'm like, "Hey, Atoya! It's nice." Oh to see man, you Grease again. is so cool. Grease is really cool. Yeah. <sighs> well, Bill is a really good show. Week? Build is a fantastic fucking show. Anyway, this has been Journey Through the Decacast. Um, this is a podcast located on the internet at journeythroughthedecacast.com, where on the website you'll find links to our network's Twitter at riceball underscore FM, along with Chris's and mine t- my Twitter. Um, if you'd like to dispute anything you said, ask a question, etc., our email is journeythroughthedecacast at gmail.com. Um, we'll be back next week with some other thing that we do. Amazons, maybe. It sounds like Amazon it sounds like being outvoted to just like powering through the rest of Kiva. I just we've been powering through, man. Remember when before we started this project, where I was like, man, the dark Kiva design, maybe my favorite Kamen Rider design I've seen. It's still great. It's still a good. It's design. still really good, but um. Yeah, it's still really good, but it's just tragic. Now you just have the context it's around it, and it's like you get that nice gooey center in a pile of ooze. Now you know what Kiva's about. Now I know. And then, yeah, and until next time, we've just been a passing through podcast. Remember that. Goodbye. Break the chains of fate. Oh, um, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs>